welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for episode 148. Not right. a prime Doesn't number. matter. Yeah, we're so going to skip right over that bullshit. Skip that. Um, Stupid evens. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you're a first time listener, welcome uh, to what we do here. It's, uh, it's a little strange. Remember Even Stevens? Kinda. I don't, but go ahead. Continue. (laughs) I was just going to describe the show to a new listener. If you're a first time listener, uh, what we do here is we look at weird and obscure news stories in the media, and then we kind of go down our own personal Google holes each and uh, just dive in and find new and exciting things on the internet, new knowledge. Uh, Our tagline is, it makes you smarter, but it kind of does. I mean... We're, we're here to entertain, so yeah. you're going to hear a lot of profanity. This is a not safe for work show, so if you're at work, uh, well, you're going to hear cunt a lot, first of all. Yeah, I mean, and this is, you know... A cunt load of cunts. Yeah, uh, just a cunt load of cunts, everybody. Uh, we, we try to say cunt within the first 30 seconds of every show. Absolutely. Um, uh, ever since we had Dino Stamatopoulos on the podcast, where he made sure to say cunt at first word, I think. It was it, after he asked if, it was, uh, he, if he was allowed to swear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of guest stars, uh, tune in next week for our show, episode 149, where we have Lloyd Kaufman. The one with Lloyd Kaufman, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who Lloyd Kaufman is, he is the co-founder? Yeah. Not the sole founder. I believe he's the co-founder. Technically a co-founder. Yeah, he, technically. Yeah, he, I mean, he's kind of the the one known for Troma. Exactly. Yeah. He created Troma Studios, Toxic Avenger, uh, Tromeo and Juliet. He, he had, a, he had a, a cameo appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy because James yes, Gunn pretty much got his start making a really the amazing f- movie, Tromeo and Juliet. That was the first movie he ever wrote. So yeah. uh, no matter how you feel about this week's episode, tune in next week for an interview with Lloyd Kaufman. That's right. And then actually the week after that, we have episode 150, which is going to be a giant pre-produced spectacular. Uh, totally breaks the mold of our show. We're not going to be doing these uh, stories, no research. It's going to be Jer and I just flexing our production muscles. That's right. That's right. So uh, for the next couple of weeks, just keep tuning in because there's going to be a lot of surprises. Uh, in fact, at the end of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about our Patreon that we're going to be launching Let's yeah, and actually, I think the this... Lloyd Kaufman uh, uh, interview might actually play into that because one of our tiers might allow you to hear that uh, interview probably, possibly two to three days earlier than we're actually going to air it. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, the Patreon itself will probably launch – the show launches – let's see. This episode launches on Friday. Yeah, Friday morning-ish. Thinking the Patreon will launch either Sunday or Monday. It's a little iffy. depends yep. on how much work ends up going into it. But uh, just a few days after you hear this, uh, go to the link that we will – Ooh, we won't be able to give that link on this episode. Or we're going to give our social media links so you all can follow us there and we'll yeah, social we'll, we'll the hell out of it. we'll Twitter it out, we'll Facebook yeah. it out. So just look for us and you'll be able to find that. We'll talk more uh, in depth at the end of the show. We'll blurb about it a little bit, um, brain fart on about it. Yeah, um, we'll save all that for the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the meantime. We'll, we want to get into the meat and potatoes of this show, don't exactly. we? Exactly. Yeah. The meat and the nuts. The, the meat nuts and nuts. The, the nuts and bolts. Nuts which and, is, that's not a meal. <laughs> Why do you keep making like I was making like dick blow? sucking motions? No, kind of. But. I realized that's, you, that that used to be what I called my penis and uh, and balls when I was a kid. Nuts and, and not bolts. My nuts and bolts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that comes from Transformers. I think that was their clean way of saying junk. Yeah. Although yeah. they could have just said yeah, I, I, junk. Well, especially since it was in the context of yeah, stick those nuts and bolts up my cunt. <laughs> <laughs> they were really bad censors. <laughs> really bad censors. <laughs> There's something slipped through the cracks with that one. <laughs> All right. Um, like every week on the show, we uh, we go off and on on who starts first. Last yeah, week, I started first. Or two weeks ago, I think, right? Yeah, because last week with our, our spectacular uh, year-end episode, was it? 
Or was oh, that yeah, we broke the formula. Yep. So, so those of you who might be here the first time, yeah, but uh, regardless, it's my turn first this week. Regardless. Regardless. Irregardless. I was waiting for that to come out. Please, for the love of God, with my love of, of words and grammar. Uh, speaking of my love for words, you know what I don't like? Numbers. I love numbers. What are you talking about? Well, it's either numbers or words. We live in a binary society. Speaking of words, I don't like words. Okay. I mean, on the, when you're putting them in, on social media. Okay. Are you trying to tell me you don't like how I social media? <laughs> no, I, was just, I was like pointing at you. Were, you. You were angrily staring at me. You had a finger pointed the whole uh, time. That was that was a stare down, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay, what I came across um, is uh, I, I, like, I was trying to make some fun out of this, and I realized like, I'm just like, it's going to sound like I'm just a ranting old man. Now, a lot of you out there realize, uh, like, I'm up with the times on the tech and the social stuff and what out not, but I do dislike a lot about social media. You and I are both Gen Xers, correct? You yes, see, yeah, we, we barely, we, we barely. We're, 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 the, we're, the, we're the late Gen X slash early, uh, we're, we're, yeah, there's technically no Gen Y, but Gen Y <laughs> is like that in-between millennial and Gen X kind of thing. No, we're, we're kind of in that cusp. I only asked to make sure that you're not actually a millennial because I was listening to uh, to Harmontown Technically today. not. I, I think the earliest cutoff for millennial is 81 when I'm okay. 80, so. I was and even then, that's like that's not really millennials are like mid eighties, I would say eighty seven stuff like that. And I was listening to uh, to Harmontown today from Australia, his Australian tour show. Oh, nice! And uh, there was an amazing point where he's like, "Yeah, fuck baby boomers, fuck millennials." You know what? I'm a Gen Xer, and you know what that proves? Having a soul skips a generation. <laughs> 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 good, good, good cut. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, because... Like, uh, so baby boomers don't have yeah. souls. Millennials don't have souls. Only people who do are Gen Xers. Yeah, because uh, Dan Harmon, I mean, he's not even, probably not even 10 years older than me. Like, yeah, he's, seven he's, or eight he's, years older he's than a, us. He's a dead center Gen Xer. Yeah, yeah. And and so, and we're late Gen X slash early, what people call Gen Y, which didn't exist, which is really early millennial yeah. slash late Gen X. Well, his thought so. was like, you know, baby boomers, like, look at us. We fought wars. We saved the world. We okay, killed no, Nazis. You, 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 and then it's like, look you at millennials. Look at us. We found more genders. We keep digging them yeah. up. Yeah, first of all, first of all, baby boomers, like, they came out of the generation of the people who fought wars. That's exactly. the problem. Yeah. The people who well, fought they the then, wars they were the greatest Vietnam. Gener- yeah. yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they fought Vietnam, which is, I mean, obviously anybody who, fought, anybody who fights. But yeah, but they fought wars, but not Spain. the wars. The greatest generation was World War Norway. I. Norway. I'm naming countries that were fought by baby <laughs> boomers. <laughs> Yeah, the ones that, like, people were like, oh, you took all the good ones, Germany, (laughs) Russia, Japan. That's the problem. It's like this weird, like... Like, boo-hoo, you didn't leave any good wars for us. You took the World War I and World War II. Now we want to be different and call it the Vietnam War. the millennials, they're like, you already killed everyone with sand. Yeah, 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 and now now we're just calling them conflicts anyway. There's no wars anymore. Yeah, we're we're in seven conflicts at once. It's not wars. No, 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 not seven different wars. Seven conflicts. Anyway, so I'm glad we got this rant started because this is gonna make uh, it's gonna bleed in pretty well to the rest of my old man rant, uh, which is okay. Uh, how many of you out there uh, use social media? Probably a lot, uh, because we actually do appreciate people who use social media and 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 shout out to us. Which is why I I was like, should I even like? Because uh, we like followers on Twitter, we Most like followers on all Facebook. All of the people listening to us probably found us found through us through some social media form of social media. Which is which is the funny thing is at first I'm like, oh crap, am I gonna shoot ourselves in the foot by just being like, you people on your social media? But then I realized no, because here's the thing is. This is how selfish all you motherfuckers are out there, including us, is no matter what you listen to, you're always going to like be like, 
oh, it's not directed at me. I totally agree with you. So I'm totally fine here because everybody's going to listen to this and probably know somebody who is guilty of some of this bullshit anyway. Um, but I did want to point out, and this might uh, pertain to some of you directly out there, and I apologize if you don't agree with what I'm uh, reporting on here, but this is not just necessarily my opinion. It is, but it's also what I read on the internet. So that's the important part. We're going to make you smarter. You sound like a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's people... important because I read it on the internet. Yeah, it probably that's yeah that's how Donald Trump gets elected is because people assume that kind of shit. Uh, people who post their fitness routine to Facebook have psychological problems. Oh my god! I almost this popped up on my feed the other day, and I almost reposted it to my own Facebook page that I never touch or use. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you, I was you, like, you touch that and use that specifically to like throw out a contentious fucking headline to Facebook. To, to, yeah, to, oh, to like yeah. to like bait people trolling, and then you step away and just let people like eat each other. I have literally witnessed fights, like <laughs> virtual fist fights, on my <laughs> okay. own page. That, that's like that's that's like shooting somebody then pointing at somebody else and go he did it and then saying you witnessed a fight you start fights on facebook sure i mean hilariously it's on it's with the intention of starting trolling fights it's it's absolutely fun, it, yeah it's it's kind of you can say but again you we would listen to this and be like oh it you know i'm just proving a point so no i, am, I almost posted this but i didn't want to start a fight because i i've unfriended a lot of my workout friends not people i work out with People I'm friends with who work out. Yes. I get sick of seeing them post about, like, every day doing this, like, hardcore, I don't know gym phrases. I, I, I'm i a geek. I don't know. Did you just, did you say hardcore? Is that what you, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think you said hardcore right now. Hardcore. They're doing that cross knit. <laughs> Oh, man. People are always talking about that cross-knit. Um, so anyway, uh, so and this is going to bleed into some other things because I didn't want to call out just people who post about – this got me down the, a little bit of a Google hole um, of purely social media-based stuff that then just got me angry about social media. But those of you who do follow us know that I do touch social media from time to time, but I do, and then I'm like – I read it. I'm like, no! If you go to Instagram, that's what I use. That's, that's like literally it. The, the, there's an inverse propor- inversely proportional like like – for what I enjoy on on social media based on the number of characters you're pretty much not allowed to use, but people generally use, and the fewer comments. Instagram, not many people, they'll comment and go like, good picture, like all positive stuff. Hey, yeah. somebody, you got to check this out. It's pretty simple. That's good. It's pretty It's pretty positive. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Now I'm going to start writing essays <laughs> on people's pictures. <laughs> Twitter uh, is then the next one because there's only 140 characters and you'd have to like retweet and all this kind of stuff. So you can fall pretty easily outside of a, of a like an argument pretty easily. Facebook is just garbage. People use it because they think they're debating, quote unquote, like we're having a debate. No, you're not. You're patting yourself on the back and blowing yourself. We're using your contentious words and shit. I have, anyway. I have much more fun having debates and fights on Reddit any day of the week. First of all, nobody has debates on Reddit. There's, there's it's fights. all fights. Yeah. yeah, it's all fights. You have your opinion, and you go in, you say, this is my opinion. But I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. People do. It's it's like a, an adrenaline rush. Everybody gets it. So anyway, um, so here's the here's here's why people have psychological problems that post their fitness routine. And this doesn't mean like if you have something unique happen, your experience. This doesn't blah, mean if blah, you blah. go to the gym, you're mental. No, not at all. Of course not. No, it, it and it's also even if you have a unique experience that you want to share, and you're actually I saw a Venn diagram where somebody's talking about like how self-serving something is versus how much it can serve other people. And most posts are purely self-serving. They actually are, are not offering anything to other people. And I'll go into that a little bit down my Google hole. But here are a couple of reasons. Um, why 
you might be uh, a, a little bit of, have psychological problems if you post so much about your routine. Um, and the thing is though, every time I read one of these, I'm like, oh, this is um, pretty much just saying everything about social media that I believe anyway. You're addicted to attention and esteem, which I, again, anytime you post almost anything on Facebook or, or anything, I kind of believe that anyway, where sure. people, are like, people are like, no, I'm, I'm sharing my you know ideas. I'm like, no, you're patting yourself on the back for having a certain opinion. That's it. Sure, it, it doesn't I can matter. see that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so- I can uh, see that about myself even, yeah. Yeah, oh no, th- I, like, and I, that, I know this is an issue because I, I don't even use social media that much, but when I post something, it's usually to blow myself. I'm just like, look at this picture I drew. Like, even that is a little narcissistic. Dude, I have to social media our show. I run all of our social media accounts. That's a promotional it's, thing. That's a little is, different. But though. it's it's self, literally self, look at me blow myself. Yeah, but self self promotion like Blake Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's also a teaser to the actual <laughs> interview. Yeah, that was an excerpt from. Because honestly, I'm I'm such a geek about Lloyd Kaufman. Like it might just be being like, can I blow you, sir? Uh, what I like is that you don't social media post, but you're on social media, so I can tag you and drag you into everything. <laughs> yes, I don't because I do get like the, the alert. I'm like, fuck, I gotta check this one out. Yeah, your entire is Facebook feed is practically me tagging. You. I, I I I make sure like the if I do pop up, I make it really random and obscure. Oh yeah, no. Like you, on Twitter, I posted some things. Like I just got like an angry thing about llamas. Like look at this fucking thing. <laughs> you posted like, twice so in one night. One night, and Kelly and I, my wife, we, we thought you were drunk. <laughs> I probably <laughs> was actually. We were like, he posted twice in one night. We should probably go to his house and make sure yeah. he's okay. <laughs> Is this his version of a suicide note? <laughs> No, actually, usually I, I do, I will be honest with you. The first one was probably like sober. And then the second one, by then I was like, I'm going to do it again. Because I probably had some drinks. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so I, just, I typed in after that, psychological analysis of Facebook profiles. Um, that brings up tons of studies. It's worth just Googling that on your own because there's more than we could even talk about. Also, it's pretty boring. But there are a lot of like really serious studies about what it means to post on Facebook and kind of like what you can find out about somebody's personality, even based on their profile pictures, like the type of profile pic. Not a lot of secrets there though. People are like, like, ooh, uh, crazy that extroverts like post more than introverts. Yeah, of course they fucking do. Yeah, they, well, yeah it's it's look at me versus not look at me yeah. kind of thing. It's not surprising. Um, but anyway. Um, or I'd, I'd actually buy it if you reversed it. Like introverts post more than extroverts. Yeah, low stakes. That's true. That's it's true. Not, it's not like you're going out in public and going, look at me. You're like typing five, four words and then going click. Look at me. That's a super introverted thing to do. Be like, click low energy, low impact. That's true. But sort of. But I still think like that is not like the the introvert's mind doesn't think of like, oh, somebody should see this or hear it. They're thinking, oh, I they were I should die in a small hole in the wall that I'm making. As a as a very like textbook introvert of my own, when you do post, it's usually is. I noticed the hole in your wall. It usually all of my wall. Um, <laughs> Not really. Okay, to, to phrase it, you don't live in a slum. <laughs> you, have, you, you have a trap door in your wall. It yeah. looks like it's made for like a troll. Not, not for keeping women in. Not for that. <laughs> like anyway, like I think it's all like you just had like a rancid punched hole <laughs> yeah. in your there's wall. There's just like there's just a rat pops out and pops back. Yeah, in. to be clear, you have interesting architecture where there's like a midget or a slave girl hole in your wall. Yeah. Well, well, the funny thing is, because then on the other side it goes out to a normal sized door, so that's where I go in to feed the slave midget. <laughs> slave it's midget. a midget slave now. Midget um, slave. 
Anyway, uh, so um, so there's a lot that this kind of stuff says about your uh, self-esteem and all this kind of stuff. And and here's where I ran into a to, and I I came to the show with a disclaimer to you that I'm going to give to everybody else. I hit a wall. I was hoping I would be able to go on this rant about how much I hate social media and stuff. Um, and so, but so I typed in literally the only time for the show specifically that I've just typed in a phrase because I was so angry by the time I got to this. I didn't even type in a question. I typed in, everybody uses social media for selfish purposes. And I want to see what wow. that how <laughs> what, what did that bring up? Um, actually, the thing, the thing I really like about it is it, 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 it brought up somebody who was able to uh, synthesize how I feel um, like uh, uh, pretty well in just a few words. Like they, they wrote this article on thefederalist.com, uh, which is you know, sort of a, it's, it's a news site, but it actually tries to take like a bent more toward the philosophical underpinnings of the uh, stories they're covering, stuff like that. Um, the philosophical ramifications of policy and po- politics as opposed to just getting angry about it. Yeah, it's one of your all right sites. It would have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, didn't we come with all white? Yeah, alt white. Alt white, yeah. yeah. Where it's the alt right of the alt right yes. is now the alt white. Um, no, but I, I really like this part of it because this is always how I've thought about it and it's great synthesizing it because – and this goes uh, for me as well. Like when I'm posting a link about something, I'm like, I want my friends to know about this. And But no, I don't. I Like I do, but I want to get noticed for noticing this. That's what – that's why people post this stuff. They they like to pat themselves on the back like they're making a huh. So this is the 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 quote specifically is social sharing of information is often not actually about sharing information. It's about the sharer letting everybody know that they are knowledgeable or right thinking or caring. Right thinking not being alt right thinking but being correct thinking or caring. So but the thing is, though, I don't think that's necessarily bad. You're still sharing the information. It could still serve a purpose. Yeah. But the reason you're sharing it, it's kind of like the reason people will, uh, like, uh, volunteer at a homeless shelter or something like that. You should feel good about that. You should be able to pat yourself on the back for doing that. But if you're things. just doing it to pick up chicks, then you're, you know. Honestly, no. Fine. Because you're still doing it. You're still helping the people at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the line. Sure. So something like that isn't nearly as narcissistic, even though it kind of is. Not from a personality disorder perspective, but in as pure as far as the individual narcissism that people can find, not being a narcissist, but narcissistic. I mean, um, there's also the aspect of just reading too much into something and saying maybe somebody's just posting us because they're proud of it, like their own thing. They, no, and, going, and, going and back, and going again, back to the I'm, gym achievements, and, what, what if yeah. you just hit like an achievement where it's like, holy fuck, I never thought I'd do this. I want to scream from the mountaintops, and the modern day version of screaming from the mountaintops is you yes. get on your computer. And again, that and and that's where I get into the whole like my my rant isn't necessarily negative. It's just me pointing out like that is selfish. It is you pointing that out, but it doesn't mean it's negative. It doesn't mean it's bad. No, so it's, I don't, it's one of those like religious especially type makes things. You like, feel like good pride about pride being yeah. a sin. If it's like why is posting. pride a sin? Like. Yeah. You, everyone should have pride in what they do. When you yeah, make something that's awesome, it's be when you fucking have, proud of it. It's when you have unjustified pride, which is called, like, just being uh, kind of just a, a douchebag, cocky douchebag. It's confidence Give versus cockiness. Give me an cockiness. example of unjustified pride. People who, you know, like, cockiness versus confidence? People who have confidence, but it's not justified. People who think they're something they're not, but they just, like... They, sure, they, sure. They're, 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 their opinion of themselves is way above what it actually should be. Or what anybody perceives them as being, sure. and then they come across as cocky and they're douchebags, they're assholes because of that. Because then they they get they, they, the they assume they can confidence they can fake. If you're faking confidence, even intentionally or unintentionally, uh, then you are cocky versus actually le- legitimately being like, I am proud of this because I think this is good, and putting it out for the world to see, and hopefully, you know, understanding uh, 
criticism properly, knowing that the internet sucks and people are going to be like, gay, it's stupid. I was actually trying to dissect what you were saying as you were saying it because I've always had a weird level of confidence. Yes. But nothing to really back it up. Just, I just do. Well, there, no, there's general confidence and there's confidence in, like, individual things, like, I guess, too. Uh, and, like, and I don't, I, I don't know which confidence. one of those... When it comes to public speaking... I don't feel confident. Yeah, and whereas I do. Or am I yeah. cocky about it? Like, yeah, and I, I, whereas if, I, if someone asks I me feel... to public speak, I'm a fucking... I, I freeze. Like, whereas I, I, feel... I can do it, and I have, but it sucks. Which is funny, because you you can probably do it, and you'd probably be good at it, and you are good at it, probably, if you actually do it and you think that way. So you actually probably have a legitimate reason to be confident there. So there's a psychological shit that goes on. Anyway, yeah. so, so yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all of this rant had nothing to do with necessarily like talking about the negative aspects of this. If, if that's all you post about, then you're kind of a dick. If you're just like, I, first of all, just stop posting really positive shit. I'm just really sick of. Oh, you're, you're, you're just a liar. Post positive like those memes that here's, are like you know. Here's the, how my life is. Day, you know, yeah. feel the flowers and every day is gonna be beautiful. Like if I get enough of those, I block people. If, if there's a big TLDR fucking like blurb about like how your life has changed for the positive, like this is what's happened to me in the last year. Again, you can be proud of it, but the second you start, that's all you're doing is blowing yourself on social media. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but don't be surprised if people don't like you. I, you know what? Being I, maybe I think my thing is I just don't like Facebook at all. I don't post it ever anymore. I, I, I don't. I, at I'll, all. I'll post from Reddit to Facebook if I find something where I'm like, that's really fucking cool. I feel like everybody. I think is, I'll share that. I feel like everybody thinks it's a forum that has to be serious. So even when you post something that's just fun, people are like, "This is where I get to shine," and they just no. like bloopity bloop. Whereas Twitter is fucking weird and crazy. Instagram yeah. just pictures. Facebook is fucking horrible. No, Facebook I've been talked down to more than any other social media, and not for being lesser than the person talking down to me. It's more like, you can't use that language, or you can't talk about that, or that opinion. Ugh. I get, I get, and I it's mean, just, and it's like, I, 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 have I, to ex- I want to say that person's a cunt. It feels like the right word. First of and all, cunt is always the right word. And then someone else will be like, once you use that word, you know, it kind of negates your entire argument because it makes you look ignorant because it's a low-class word. And it's like, well, well the other that's thing an too American is, standard of what a low-class word is. You well, take another yeah. culture, and that's a that's a common fucking, like, it saying also, dude. Like, and what does that say about the individual who posts that response to something, assuming that they can make that blanket statement for everybody else reading it? Like, that's a psychological issue in and of itself of the person assuming that because they don't like it and they believe that, they can make that blanket statement and say that nobody can ever find validity in what you are posting because they don't believe there is validity in it. Like, that's that's narcissistic in and of itself. People who are narcissistic because of their, like, I agree, pride of I agree PC from culture. both sides. Yeah. Like, once you throw out, like, the N-word or the C-word, yeah, yeah, yeah. you immediately have a large swath of the population who yes. will just not take you seriously. But you know that, and you're saying it, and you are totally that's aware of it. That's kind of how I roll. Yeah, yeah. like, in life, like, I, I throw out whatever I feel like, yeah, it's, and it's, it's used it's, applicably when I feel it yeah, should be. Yeah, and you know who you are going to alienate by using it, and that's totally yeah. fine. And as long as you're aware of that, then you should be able to use the words in... Again, freedom of speech, you know, the whole First Amendment thing. Which no, is really that's a lot of the reason so. why I don't post to Facebook anymore is I don't like the censorship level of it and the asshole-ish level of it and the small it's one minus or the other. It's, of it. It's, 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 very, it's a very dickish atmosphere where you can literally end up with private messages being sent to you, calling you out. It's like they'll, really they'll, they'll, divisive. That's, that's their version of polite. Like, yeah. Passive-aggressive is another get, word for yeah, it. But. You'll, you'll get five <laughs> private messages through Facebook Messenger Listen, about your Listen, I just wanted to let you I know, just I, let you know. I really appreciate your opinion, blah, blah, blah. 
blah, but I really just want to protect you in this, and I didn't want to bring it to a public forum. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, like, oh, you fucking cunt. Trust me, I've been in a lot of those fights. <laughs> but so, you know, you no, know, how, you no, know they, how were, I they would in. call them debates. You know how I reined it in? I just stopped using you, Facebook. You got to stop, or, was, or you just use it's just it like, a bunch of cunts. I, I posted something for the first time on Facebook the other day. It was a, uh, it was a Hellraiser picture. They said Mondays, huh? I saw that. Yeah, yeah and I was like, I, 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 I was like, liked it, and I walked yeah, off. Exactly, and it was great. Like five people liked it. You know, yeah, my uh, wife, I me, Christopher, Christopher Ball, and like Robbie Plunk. <laughs> like, yeah, so Robbie. Thank you, people, yeah. for liking the thing I post every once in a while. Because guess what? Anything like that, if it only gets five likes, it means it was I probably did my job. I didn't yeah, post you, something. No, you reached your audience. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, perfect. If it was more than that, I'd be worried about what I posted. Because if that many people liked it on Facebook, it means a bunch of cunty comments are going to come out. Yeah. And anyway, so uh, so I brought the show right down with a big old uh, rant about old people. Oh stuff. no, there there's there's times where I want to do something like that too just like post something like inflammatory and then just walk off and watch yep. the comments yep but I, I haven't found like a good opening <laughs> like for it in front of your like oh, absolutely. oh shit and like when you start seeing now you can see who's typing like live and stuff yeah. and be like oh fuck he's gonna say something <laughs> she's like we should just like do inflammatory comments on facebook and then live commentary it like reading them brainstorming what to write back like literally start fights on a social media forum and make it a uh part of our thing that we're gonna oh, the part of the, the patreon of the yeah. Um, yeah a tier uh we, we could uh another thing about that is um uh, we could also write essentially a chat bot that just randomly posts so the second somebody posts something it just within a millisecond post something back that's really arbitrary that's random and just see how far off how far down a google hole of sorts but a facebook comment hole we can get people by randomly changing the topic in the middle of the comments it's just uh to something hr martin like quotes like from lord of the uh, not lord of the rings <laughs> J- uh, J- game R- of thrones. yeah right something like that no Whatever. game of thrones yeah game of thrones the, that author there we yeah. Go. yeah yeah just like his quotes because some of those are weird yeah i mean most of them would be boring like i don't agree with your views on politics uh, the glen was green in the spring air with water trickling from a waterfall into smooth rocks weathered from years of exposure. What, what are you fuck? talking about? And then within a millisecond, boom. One, like, And then John raped her on the bed because there's a lot of that in fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's a and lot. And like, who? Who's <laughs> raped? Yeah. And then the imp drank from his flagon. Inside the, the, the money deals between the lands are awry. We must we must consolidate our funds. <laughs> I kind of want to just write chatbots that respond to anything within <laughs> milliseconds on Facebook. <laughs> Game of Thrones quotes. Yeah. All, All right. right. Um, uh, so anyway, I brought that in. Uh, I actually I didn't expect to hit the thing, but I guess I ranted just enough to uh, to get pretty much into uh, your part of the Google hole. All right. Now my Google hole starts with a story that actually came out this past week. Um, this was from December thirtieth. Uh, Azalea Banks. Uh, you're familiar with her, correct? Yeah. I'm gonna ruin when you cunt. Yeah. Two one two. She's yep. got a lot of hot singles. I fucking love her music. It's all in my yep. Spotify. Yep. I, 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 that's terrible. Everybody just Google if you don't know it. Yeah, that, whatever I just did was horrible. Hey, do, if you have, do you have editing time, do you want to include a, a sample here? Or something? Do a little clip of two one two. Like like ten seconds of that here. I was in a two one two on the uptown. Hey, nigga, you know what's up or don't you? Murder who made you? I'm a rude bitch, nigga. What are you made of? I'm a huge food up boo. I could bust your eight. I'm a two one two. Fuck a gun do. When you do make bucks, I'm a look right, nigga. But you do want to fuck. Fuck them like you do want to come. You gotta get discovered. I'm a two one deuce cock. I'm licking in the water by the blue bayou. Caught the warm goose. And you do rag two sun. 
nigga, you're a Kool-Aid dude Plus your bitch might lick it Wonder who let you come to one, two What'd you do to crew, son? Fuck are you into, huh? Niggas better ooh run run You could get shot, homie, if you do want to Put your guns up, tell your crew don't front I'm a hoodlum, nigga, you know you were two ones Bitch, I'm about to blue up too I'm the one two day, I'm the new ship boo Young Rapunzel, ooh, are you bitch, new lunch? I'ma ruin you, cunt all right, now that you've uh, yeah met us midway by at least hearing who yeah, I Azalea bet Banks probably is. heard that before. It was a pretty popular song, but you, it's like she's not a one-hit wonder. She's still doing stuff. Right? Oh, it's, her music's great. Yeah, like yeah. in general, it's all good. She's and got really like cool, she's edgy, has some really cool beats, really good production, and she's also a witch. She's a witch. I did not know that actually. Yeah. Um. On December thirtieth, it a, makes me smarter. Yeah, that's show. exactly the kind of uh, this story is. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, a few days ago, we'll say, at this point, um, she released a series of Instagram videos where she was cleaning up a room in her apartment that was both covered in blood, feathers, a black substance was really hard to identify, and if you look really closely in one of the videos, there's clearly two dead chickens in a corner. Okay, you do realize you're just making me love her way more. She <laughs> kills chickens ritualistically for witchcraft. This is like that. That's like a, a dream girl. Is just like some weird, like witchy, satanisty. I don't know. I've I've, I've got a, a rekindled uh, crush on um, uh, Zena Levay recently. I've been re-googling her. Remember we talked about her on yep. the show, the the Anton Levay's yep. ex woman. Yep. Now, what made this interesting for me, and this is beyond like the story, is just one line in here. It says that she uh, admits to practicing three years worth of uh, brujeri, which is a Spanish word for witchcraft, which looks an awful like the uh, word bruja, which is from Ash versus Evil Dead, right, yeah. where uh, uh, Pablo kept calling Ash uh, bruja, brujo, bruja. The uh, um, I forget exactly yeah, yeah. how he pronounced it. He used a little inflection, but. It, it was his way, I think, of calling him like like warlock almost. Like I, I guess it is derived from this Spanish word, uh, bruje. Maybe he called him. It was something very similar. So brujeri uh, is what she considers herself, uh, which she does in this video. It's actually a couple videos. She pans the camera around this room, and what you see is a very dirty room with feathers and stuff. Then she pans to a closet. And in the closet, you see hardened stains of blood, chicken feathers, uh, two dead chickens. And what she does is she puts goggles on, pulls out a sandblaster, and this is a quote, uh, the amount of crap that's about to come off my floor right now, guys, right? Oh my God. And then she says, <laughs> you know, I gotta scrape all this shit up. I got my sandblaster and my goggles. It's about to go down. I like that she has like her she has chicken like or her ritual removing gear that she's like Yeah, she put yeah. goggles on, she has a sandblaster, and she goes at it, and then she pauses at one point and goes, Real witches do real things. <laughs> <laughs> Which is That's I mean, cool. that needs to be like it, right now, you know there's people who love witchcraft, love witch stuff, probably love her music too, yeah. and are coming up with t-shirts and hats. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. That like, is a slogan. Real witches do real things. Real witches do real things. It's funny. I've been uh, – I, I love, like, movies about, like, uh, witches and witchcraft. I, I thought uh, the – I rewatched uh, probably about six months ago The Craft, you know, which is from the 90s. Such a good 90s-feeling movie with Feruza Balk and all that kind of stuff. Watched All Cheerleaders Cheer Die recently, which was also pretty funny. It was uh, – what's his name? The guy that did I'll the watch woman. that too. Yeah. The guy that did The Woman and uh, uh, May and all that. Um, yeah. 
very weird movie as well. But yeah, I'm fascinated with witchcraft, and I, I can't even. I mean, I guess I could be a guy witch. Those those exist. I don't want to be sexist. A guy witch. That's a warlock. Co- yeah. Well, well, I think that also just it's guys, not sexist. Guys you, can, you can just call him a warlock. Guys can practice witchcraft nowadays. I don't know if they're all warlocks. Oh or not. yeah, I forgot. That's a, that's one of the new forty nine genders that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like witch slash warlock or something like that. Be like, yeah. no, I'm a warlock trapped in a witch's body. Actually. Yes. Scott, I'm going to send you a direct message on Facebook and just let you know that it's a little <laughs> insensitive that you used warlock in place of witch to slash warlock. To be honest, warlock. I don't care how anyone gender identifies in life. That's your thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Just I don't I don't care if that's how I basically live my life. Like, I'll respect you and your wishes. But well, you, I just, you, you gotta I just let me know. Like, literally, if you let me know what you want me to... Then to, I'll... Like, yeah. I will, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I can't... But, I, I'm not but gonna, I'm not gonna make Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not gonna just list off, like, 47 different things, like, just in case you're, you know... Not uh, oh, male, that would female, make it trans, fun blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Just going down the list. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Every time nope. you meet somebody, nope. like at a party, somebody's yeah. at a party meeting people for the first time, shaking hands, be like, oh, yeah. Mr., Mrs., Ms. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Trans, Nope. Cis. nope. <laughs> Which slash warlock, and then start throwing those weird ones in that don't even make sense. No, um, part of the story was uh, PETA got involved in this. They were asked how they felt about it, and. One of the fun things I learned through this, and I don't know if fun is the right word, but uh, there's something called the Humane Slaughter Act, and this was made years and years ago, I think in the 1940s or 50s, and uh, chickens are actually excluded from it. All other uh, form of livestock that's killed are included within it, but uh, chickens are excluded. They're often killed humanely, yes. often, more yes. than not. But there are a lot of reports of slaughterhouse workers uh, killing them inhumanely, which technically does not violate any laws. Well, and, and well, the other thing too is, I mean, I hate to say it, like you can kill any agricultural animal any way you want, and like it's not regulated. And also, they're they're exempt from actual humane laws. Like if you got a dog and you chain that up and put it in a tiny crate and then beat the shit out of it and fucking don't let it move, that's like you're you're a horrible person. But if you do that to a pig who's smarter than a dog and then butcher it for food, then you're fucking fine. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say, then you get veal. <laughs> it is delicious. Wrong animal. To- <laughs> Wrong animal and yeah. insane. Sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, I'll take pork over veal any day, but uh, yeah. So what I ended up Googling from that point was uh, animal sacrifice, because that's exactly what she's doing. She's doing yeah, right. animal sacrifice. The ritualistic sacrifice, especially with chickens. You know, you chop their heads off, you drip some blood in a cup, and you, you, I don't know, drink it or something? I don't know. Well, this is the thing, is the animal sacrifice, for the most part, was kind of phased out right about the same time that you... Not quite at written history, but shortly after written history. Okay. Animal sacrifice will still happen, but I'm talking, like, culturally. Like, if you were to say, like, all Americans sacrifice goats, no. But, like, some probably do. Yeah. I mean, we've covered stories of senators who've gone into deserts and killed goats. Uh, The guy from Florida. Man, Uh, you remember way too much about this show. That was, like, a year ago. We covered a story about a Florida state senator who sacrificed a goat in the uh, Texas desert, I think. Yeah, because of, like, I don't know, yeah, some uh, spirit quest or something like that. He was on, yeah. Vision quest or whatever. Now, throughout this uh, animal sacrifice uh, thread, I didn't really find anything I wanted to talk about more, but I did encounter one... Sounds like you get pretty brutal, actually. Like, a a cultish and brutal, like, animal sacrifice thread? 
Well, yeah, I was just going through like wikis and other yeah, things. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I mean, didn't it's not find... like it could be like unnerving. I don't know. Okay, here, how about this? The one thing I found that sparked my interest was Holocaust, which came from the Animal Sacrifice uh, wiki. You mean like the, the Holocaust? Word, no, the word. The word Holocaust. Holocaust. Okay, yeah. And I had always known what the Holocaust was. Uh, you and I are not deniers. We understand the Holocaust happened. Yes, it um, did. But the word Holocaust means something entirely different. Yeah, we than call it the, the Holocaust. event that yes. happened. Uh, and a that's, Holocaust versus the Holocaust. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's something I had no idea about. And this comes from Animal Sacrifice. Uh, from Wikipedia, I'm going to read this. A Holocaust is a religious animal sacrifice that is completely consumed by fire. Yeah. Keeping it light, keeping it bright. Us at Lost at Home Podcast, keeping it light. You know, gonna talk Holocaust. <laughs> if you want or if you don't want, still gonna talk Holocaust. Do to do Lost at Home Podcast. It makes you smarter slash uncomfortable. Like the last four weeks, every one of my stories has like gone to like prisoners' last words, <laughs> murderers, like yeah, Holocaust. And it's funny, you're, you're just like, oh, we gotta check on Jeremiah. He posted twice on social media oh, no, in no, one no. night. I, I and you're you're saying that's because like, you bought it up. I'm <laughs> venting right now. I'm letting it out. This is my release. I bottle it up and I I, I, what, I post a picture of uh, on Facebook of, of Hellraiser and I talk about Facebook. That was your release. Yeah. yeah now, good. the idea of the Holocaust it, within this term is within uh, Greek, like, years, if you will, the time when the Greeks were, you know, active and doing things. Okay. Um, they would take a cattle, a goat, something slightly larger than a chicken – Put it within a basin. Cows are more than slightly larger than a chicken. Let's get that straight. <laughs> put it I with, guess it's relative compared to the sun, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's more, yeah. They put it within a basin, faced its head downward, like at the lowest slope, and then burned it until it was completely immolated to oh, nothing. Oh, that, yeah, that's that's horrible. Uh, there's actually another type of uh, holocaust. Uh, the word is not holocaust. I actually did not save that word, but it is, uh, it's the opposite of it almost. It's also a burning of an animal as an offering, hmm. but you then eat it, which was considered the more like uh, justified version of hold this. On, hold on a second. Can I just say... Uh, that's a well, barbecue. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm just curious about uh, what's a holocaust? About 250? <laughs> Uh, oh, oh. Cost? What is it? Holocaust. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> can, I, can I put a sound of a oh. womp, womp, womp there? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, actually, I guess really the way it would be, and if I want to go really, really bad right now, would be, what's a holocaust? About six million, I guess, would really be it. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. That would be, and the, that would be, that would be the lowest competent nominator. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Scott... Save us from this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. so there's two kinds of these sacrifices. One's a holocaust where they, you just literally you face an animal down in this like bowl. You burn it. And the idea is it's looking down into the underworld and you're sacrificing it down to the underworld. Yeah. So you're looking for like <sighs> evil to kind of like give you boons. People, the other, the oh other version God. is where <laughs> you burn believe it. believe this shit. It's so funny. Like, well, well if it looks down, it must mean it's hell. or 3,000 years ago. Yep, yep. three thousand or, or last year as a Texas senator or whatever, yes, yes, or Florida yes. senator in Texas. The other whatever. version of it is where you burn the animal. Basically, it's a barbecue. You you burn it for as an offering, and then you eat it because you use the animal. So it's basically backyard yeah, barbecue. Yeah, just nice yeah. little yeah, <laughs> just a pig roast. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome, actually. Now I didn't know where to go first. From... You uh, soak it in the holy brine, and then once it is ready, bury it under in a pit of coals. <laughs> Uh, did you bury it in the pinnacles? Have you ever had that kind of uh, pig roast where they yeah, bury it in I guess, the pinnacles? Yeah, I guess where they yeah. wrap it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like a pit of coals, and they 
pretty that much makes sense. It's basically it's an in-ground oven. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, that brought me to human sacrifice. Human sacrifice from nice. animal sacrifice. I'm making keeping jumps. It light, keeping it bright. Lots of home podcasts. Human sacrifice. Now. For human sacrifices, I made a few notes on things that I found were interesting, and because there's a lot. I mean, if you were to get into human sacrifice, that's a whole podcast in and of itself. Can I can I say totally separate of this? Yeah. For my own personal life, absolutely. But, um, just last night, I was uh, googling human sacrifices. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. Like that's it. Like outside of the show, should I know anything about this? Is this important to my life or my family's? No, but uh, there's there's something in that weird little uh, well, hole, hole in the, the wall, wall there. You gotta go <laughs> check that out. <laughs> something smells like uh, like 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 death in there, doesn't it? You look more nervous than normal. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering if he's gonna fall for it. Now, I found all these instances of uh, different forms of human sacrifice through history. Uh, I mean, a lot of these are very well known. Uh, the Chinese uh, buried thousands of people within the Great Wall of China for luck. Uh, basically to say, like, uh, you know. No, I believe it was uh, for Iraq. <laughs> My God. All right. Uh, moving lo- on. He's losing li- listeners. The Aztecs killed. <laughs> I'm losing listeners left and right. <laughs> oh, my God. You haven't stopped. <laughs> How about this? The Aztecs killed 80,400 prisoners over the course of four days to consecrate the Great Pyramid of Tenochtitlan. <laughs> oh, I got that right. I practiced. That was accurate. It's our sounding Irish almost. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say like a stuttering Irishman. I believe that was an Irish stuttering Irishman trying to pronounce tater. Continue, please. Another thing I thought was interesting with these human sacrifice stories that I kept finding was people sometimes tried to through human sacrifice divinate the future so they would take someone like this was a celtic thing they would take someone stab them with a sword and try to divine the future through their death spasms how'd that work i'm ask them (laughs) pretty sure they're all dead so fail yeah 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 they didn't they couldn't like predict their own death and prevent it so no that's that was something i never heard of before literally like sticking the sword in a specific spot and then like the way they spasm, you could, like, read the future, like tea leaves. It's kind of intriguing. That's, like, the worst palm reading ever, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just want to... It's like Michael J. Fox getting a palm reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> sir, you need to hold still. I know my future. It's limited. <laughs> it's shaky at best. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, oh good God. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Uh, actually, I kept on the Celtic track with this, and I was looking more into, like, how the Celts dealt with people, because obviously they stabbed them and watched them writhe around and try to tell the future from Just it. in case they could see what happens tomorrow. So It's also called a horoscope nowadays. Oh, basically, yeah. Yeah. But with less suffering. Yeah. It's like <laughs> see somebody, like, stab somebody, like, ah, I see good things happening for Leo. <laughs> You're gonna meet a. You're gonna meet somebody, and they're gonna have money. Oh God! <laughs> you're gonna meet a Scorpio yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. That's not a cut. <laughs> oh, or not. 
um, so Celtic, um, this is way back when like the Romans were still invading uh, Ireland and Scotland and oh, the, yeah. the, the islands, if you will. Um, they used to grab prisoners and sacrifice them to their gods. And the Celts had three gods at this certain point in time where the Romans were attacking. Uh, depending on which god they wanted a favor from, they would take their victim and sacrifice them in that manner in the islands. Uh, they would take, uh, if they were trying to commit someone to the god Isus, they would hang them. If they were for Tyrannus, they would uh, burn them. And if they were for Tetatatus, they would drown them. So basically, they would basically, if you were a captive, you would have three choices of how you would die based on what favor they wanted from the god that day. Oh, well, it wouldn't be your choice. It'd be theirs. Right? Oh, it would yeah, be yeah. theirs. Well, yeah. maybe maybe they'd let you once in a yeah. while. Be like, all right, we don't know what we want for the guys today. How do you want to die? Oh, by the way, it's Hefe. I totally forgot that. Hefe, thank yes, you. Yeah, Which yeah. is so close to that uh, yeah, that yeah, phrase yeah, I yeah. said earlier that I can't remember. Sorry, my, my podcast memory is short. Bruhe or something like that. Bruhe. Bruhe. Yeah. Now, um, one of these uh, drowned uh, Tutatus uh, victims yep. uh, was possibly a very famous archaeological specimen called the Lindau Man. Have you ever heard of the Lindau Man? I've heard of the Piltdown Man. I thought it was the same person for like a half rum, second. Tum, tum, you tummy, tum, tum, rum, tum. Wasn't that the Piltdown Man? <laughs> I think. I don't know. That was the exorcist guy that I did the Piltdown Man. I love you're doing so. that. <laughs> Keep doing it. Rum tum tum, tummy in my tum tum, eating all the tummies in my tum tum tum, and my tummy is full of tummy tummy tum tums. So, <laughs> not Piltdown Man. Though. Not Piltdown yes. Man. Okay. Uh, this is the uh, the Lindau Man, and I'm gonna ream through this pretty quickly here because we're nearing the end of the show. Um, what I want to get to is the Lindau Woman. So the Lindau Man was a man found in a peat marsh, preserved by the marsh in oh, a... Oh, yeah, the peats, like the peat bogs and stuff yeah, preserve Yeah, they, they, they keep things people, perfectly. they yeah. preserve things. We uh, watched a movie on uh, Netflix recently about, oh, shoot, it was it was something about that where the person found a perfectly, like, preserved dead body in the yard. It turned out it was from, like, hundreds of years ago, they thought, but it turned out then they're like, no, it's actually from... It's a really good movie. You should check it out, everybody. Uh, type in peat movie Irish Netflix. You're just going to get peat and peat. <laughs> watch that too watch that too it's fucking great right? yeah it's, it is yeah um, so in 1984 they were commercial peat cutters were digging to take out the moss to turn to fuel because peat is a great source of fuel and they yeah. ended up finding a body in the bog Make of good, uh, the Lindau man good um, scotch out of it he was a healthy male in his mid-twenties and they think he was of high status because his body showed very little evidence of heavy work or rough work and essentially he was strangled hit on the head, and had his throat slit. And they were thinking that all of this, with the drowning included, may have been one of these sacrifices from the early Roman Celtic days. That seems like a lot to do to somebody. It absolutely does. Or that person was like a fucking baller and they just couldn't die. Like, so... Like, bonk him on the head. No, fucking hang him. No, slit him's throat. Nah. No, what was interesting was the, the 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 Lindau man was found one year after the Lindau woman. Okay. Now, this is why I really want to get to this, is the Lindau woman is a much more hilarious story. Um, people were digging in the bog once again, taking out, you know, chunks of peat to turn into fuel. Mm-hmm. And they found something odd-shaped and similar to the size of a football that caught their eye in the excavator as it was pulling, you know, material out. They pulled it out, and it was a head with soft tissue, brain, one eye, the opti- opti- optic nerve still intact, and the hair. Whoa. And immediately they called the police, and they thought it was a crime. Like, they thought it was a murder. 
Now, this is what's really interesting, is that for some years, a local man, Peter Rain Barnt, had been under suspicion of murdering his wife, Malika de Ferdinand's, in 1960 and of disposing her body somewhere on the property. They thought the skull fragment came from his wife's body, and when they found it and told him, uh, Rainburnt, that they uh, had found this, he confessed to her murder. And was like, yep, that's it, I killed her, da 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 And he went to court in 1983, and they, uh, they, they basically prosecuted him on that evidence alone, just his straight up confession and half a skull. Damn. Um, it ended up finding out, like, later, that it was a 30 to 50 year old woman from possibly, Eighty to fifty. Oh, so it wasn't even like. So he then recanted and was like, "Oh no, no, oh, I, I didn't kill, kill that her. One. That's, that's not that's, that one. <laughs> well, no, I didn't kill anyone. That's that's just the that's I, old. I was all confused. And it, 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 it turned out all out of pine. And it just doesn't matter. Like he's he's just now doing jail time for murder. And his wife still has not been found since nineteen sixty. So he probably killed her. That's all I'm saying. Now. What I went from from there, and this is like I said, a very long fucking Google hole. Was I got to body bog. Body bog. Body bog. Or no, I'm sorry. Bog body. Okay, bog body. Well, the, the, my, the, my, my notes have it the, flipped the, the, the movie I'm, I'm talking about is called Sacrifice. Uh, it, okay. it, it was It was all right. It wasn't It wasn't bad, but it has something to do with that. Like a, a body found in a bog. A peep. Peat marsh, actually. Yep. Where they 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 try to like pass it off as being an old old thing, and, and the woman's like, "No, this looks like a really recent body." Well, that's Turns out it has something to do with like a a, sac- a recent sacrifice in the community. She puts two and two together. But that's the yeah. crazy thing. Unless you carbon date a bog body, and this is what I learned from this, is it mummifies things naturally. Yes. They yeah. have found bodies from eight thousand BC that are just like a body that they look, look like, like a, body. a dude but with jet black skin because the bog will oh, always turn your skin oh, like yeah, like yeah. jet black of like course. like iphone off screen black that's a weird crayola color <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that's a future crayola color <laughs> and kids will just know what it means like oh, yeah. like four-year-olds will know what jet jet like what did, but no, off they, screen, uh, they, they, iPhone off they screen found jet people black, from yeah. thousands of years pre-BC all the way up till the Second World War. Like, mm. preserved in bogs. The Second World War uh, people were actually people from the uh, Russian front. Uh, there's a lot of Russian swamps that are also peat bogs that meet yeah. that, uh, that lateral, uh, what is it, longitude? Yeah, the longitudinal line where it kind of happens. Like, it really has to happen in a certain point. Uh, the point is here is that bogs can preserve people with their highly acidic water, low temperatures and lack of oxygen yes yeah and they they particularly will preserve someone if they die during the winter and spring yeah so if you were to die in the summer and fall in a bog you might not be so good and some bogs have different levels of ph where the bones will dissolve out of the body Whoa. But the body will stay the same. Just like just or the, the body will dissolve and the bones will stay. It's almost Which is an sort of like or. a regular way to people decompose. But, right. Um, but now, yeah, definitely like just if you just pick up a body and it's all like rubbery, but it looks like a regular person, it's like a fucking Gumby person because there's no bones in there. Now this led you know, me you're playing with dead bog bodies, but maybe you should stop. You are so close to where I got to next, <laughs> and you think just like me. I thought that's why we got this podcast. I man. Bog monster. Bog monster. Here we go. Because I've typed in swamp monster before, but bog monster. That's never. So never that was my up. last. It's gonna be very like uh, uh, localized. That was my last Google, and what I found was one entry. Uh, this is the Honey Island bog monster. The creature is described as bipedal, seven feet tall or two meters, with gray hair, 
yellow or red eyes, and accompanied by a disgusting smell. Footprints left by the creature have three webbed toes. The first claim of this sighting was in 1963 by a guy named Harlan Ford. Uh, He was a retired air traffic controller. Uh, He had taken up wildlife photography in his retirement, and uh, he basically went around looking for... Anything interesting in 1970? So he, he wasn't searching for like cryptos. Oh, no, 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 no. Zoological. Just, just he was like, stuff. I'm going to find our version of the Bigfoot or something. He was yeah, just like, just oh, wildlife okay. stuff. Right, cool. Yeah. In 1974, he gained fame after him and his friend Billy Mills uh, claimed they found unusual footprints in the in this area of Louisiana. Uh, they also found a boar with its throat gashed out. Um, they decided that they were looking for a creature at this point and kept hunting. And well, something that could like kill a boar. Exactly. Like, I mean, slash a boar's throat, right? A lot of people criticized him for what he was doing, and he kept doing it up until his death in 1980. Um, there was a Super 8 film reel, apparently, online that uh, shows the creature, but I, I couldn't find it. it. Yeah, okay, so we, we got to look for that. Now, the best part of this, and this is where I'm going to cap off my Google hole that started with Azalea Banks sacrificing chickens in her closet. Right. Yep. Uh, the folklore behind this, l- locally in Louisiana, is that <sighs> a legend tells of a train wreck in the area in the early 20th century. A traveling circus was on the train, and from it, a group of chimpanzees escaped and interbred with the local alligator population. Oh. Like, wait, like... Nature does, and yeah. science happens. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's how. That's how, that's the local folklore is that literally uh, chimpanzees escape from a train wreck and bred with the alligators and created the Honey Islands bog monster. Chip fuck crocodile bog monster. Yeah, uh, this is also very similar to a skunk ape, which I think we talked, we talked about, about on a in longer Florida, right? episode. Yep. That was a Florida skunk ape. We talked but that, about uh, that a while ago. That closes up my Google hole. Ooh, got to close that Google hole up. Yeah, yeah I think at this we, point in the show. We just got to talk a little. Uh, we got to talk about our Patreon. Talk a little Patreon here, because that's probably launching a few days after y'all, or maybe around the time y'all are listening to this. Yeah, Jared um, just Jared heard enough Louisiana stories where he just got a y'all. I say y'all all the time. It's weird. I don't know where it came from. I'm very from the north, and uh, say y'all. I like y'all. That's fair. Um, but our Patreon, it's gonna start a few days after this episode drops. So if you're listening to this like our regular listeners on Friday, I would say to look for this Patreon maybe on Monday. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, if we can get it out Sunday, all the better. Uh, what we're gonna do is if you look on our Facebook page, Lost at Home Podcast, or our Twitter at the Lost at Home. Or, heck, uh, at Legend Tripper with an underscore in the middle on uh, Instagram. At Sonic Jalopy. Yeah. On Instagram and Twitter. Yep. On, uh, yep. You're we'll, going to find this everywhere. Yep, we're we're going to link it out everywhere. Shit out of it, and what you know. can do is go to the Patreon and you can support the show. Uh, we've used sponsors in the past. We still have sponsors. Uh, what we're trying to do is shake things up a little. We think the ads in shows might be a little too much. We might still have small ones in the future, but... We'd like to get away from them, and well, the it, easiest way to do it is to give you guys something direct. And I mean, yeah, and you, everyone get something gets a for, direct yeah. thing. So instead of just listening to a, a thing, I like about it is instead of because I actually uh, support, uh, I guess it's now up to like four or five people on Patreon, you know, for a few bucks a pop or whatever like that. 
Probably spent about twenty bucks a pop on. It's not hard to support for a dollar, and I love it because I like getting the updates every once in a while. Sometimes it's like per project. We're gonna do a per month thing ourselves because we're we because we release weekly no matter what. But the thing I like about it is the fact that like instead of going through like a sponsor or something like that to try to get money, like people can. If people want to pay us directly as opposed to going to, like, a sponsor and getting, you know, a certain subscription box or something like that, like, you're getting something directly new from us on a regular basis. So, yep. uh, and it also gives us an excuse uh, to, to get together more and produce some more content, which I really like the thought of. Yeah, we can uh, we can hint at a few things here. I'm not going to go down the Patreon yeah, yeah, list because yeah. you'll see that on the site, and we encourage everyone to go see it once the link is up. But um, look for a new podcast from us, uh, Lost and Found. Yeah. Um, that is going to be a new show that is four episodes per month, weekly, and each month the theme and the hosts and everything about it will be different. Yeah. So you'll have there will be at least Scott or things. I at least, at if, least if not both of us. Um, and I actually think the maybe first additional one, people too. Yeah, I think in the, the first one we're going to start out with a little help from because I'm not available to actually help y'all uh, y'all out on it anymore. Uh, it's for this month. myself and Bruce Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Bruce is is going to help because he's actually around to uh, work on his part for episode 150. Yep. So he's going to do uh, some additional content for this one. The other yeah, thing. Once I'm again, actually thinking of going on vacation to New Zealand. So what yeah. I decided to do is lump this all together. Yeah. So my vacation plans for New Zealand will be critiqued and edited and held up to a magnifying glass by Bruce Bruce. By Bruce Bruce. Who, who we know, if, if there's somebody who can criticize New Zealand, it's going to be that guy. Um, and then coming in February, we'll have a new four-episode series of Lost and Found. And every month following will be another four-episode series. Yep. And, we'll, and we're, as we hinted at, too, uh, we're going to have a tier where you can get early access to some things, especially uh, interview content. So if you sign up for that uh that should actually be up and ready to go. So if you do sign up for that, you could probably get access to the Lloyd Kaufman interview a few days early, actually, by doing that. And one of our tiers is we're going to uh, be doing a commentary track for a movie. I was talking to Jer earlier today about a movie doing a month. That. Yeah, right. um, one one a month, yeah. and that's a tier where you not only get the four half hour episodes of Lost and Found. But then you get an hour and a half to two hours to two and a half to three, however yeah. long the movie yeah. is, extra content of us just doing commentary in a movie. What I might want to do is fan base out the movie. I was actually going to mention that as well, is try to get some suggestions and uh, votes for the movie that you would like us to actually like use, at least like, at least in the first couple. That oh my god, I don't care what it is. I, Magic Mike XL. Uh, Magic Mike, the first one. First one. The third one that's probably going to come out. <laughs> Any of the Magic Mikes. Are we really, <laughs> it's, it's honest, honestly, as long as we just jerk each other off to Magic Mike, Think about that. You, you pay for that tier. You get to pick if you win the vote. Like, we'll set up a vote somehow. Like We'd have to do it almost open like, uh, I don't know. Well, we're, we're talking about like if... if if it's at that tier, well, no, because we're talking about it not even being like anybody can should be able First to vote for. First person right? each month who subscribes to that tier gets to pick our movie. Well, because because the other thing too is it, it, it could be part of the of it, it could be part of the first tier, which is we're going to set up a, a fan page. So we're talking about that. We could actually handle it all on the fan page on um, Facebook once we have that all set up as well. So maybe we should just we'll bring it to we'll bring it to Patreon, bring it to the fan page, and we'll brainstorm there with everybody. But we're going to have some good stuff up. Look for us on the social media that we just mentioned and uh, keep your eyes out for that we are going to go out on a song this week that is sort of random but it, something reminded you of it it's sort of Google no absolutely nothing we're gonna go out on oh, uh, just... <laughs> we're gonna go down pucifier uh right, yeah. this is from their album v is for viagra we're gonna go out in country boner
This is the uh, Disco Viagra mix, by yeah. the way. So uh, take care. Thank you, all of you on TuneIn who are listening. Yep. Uh, I'm sure this is the end of your hour. You probably can't even hear this, so I'll just stop. Bye. Yeah. No, see ya. Oh, wait, what was our... Wait, we had a tagline we are going to go oh, out on. Oh, get lost. Get lost.